This is IA Forward, your playbook for success as an independent insurance agent. Here to help you knock it out of the ballpark are your hosts, Shane Tatum and Tanya Lead. Welcome to IA Forward. Shane, let's talk about how we as insurance agents put things out there thinking they mean one thing, but they mean something totally different to the general population. You mean like people don't speak insurance and we might want to clarify what we're saying a little bit? Yes. There is an independent insurance agent that is by the Walmart in Pensacola, and they have a big flashy blinky sign. And every time I drive by it, it is blinking we have great markets. What does that mean? I, seriously, we have, I just want to, I really want to go by there during the day and introduce myself and invite them to listen to the IA Forward podcast. You should do that. All kidding aside, you should really go do that because they're speaking an internal industry dialect and even that can get confusing in certain parts of the industry in and of itself. But we know what they're talking about. We know when they say markets, we know they mean carriers. We know they mean they have access to different carriers. They have choice. We know that. I don't even know what to say. That is absolutely crazy to think that you're putting that out on your sign. It does have an exclamation point behind it. Maybe that's it. But here's the thing, even using the term carriers, I didn't really know what a carrier was till I came to work for Integra, right? Yeah, but people in our community call us the insurance company as the agent in a small town. They don't know. So even insurance company is a little bit different. But carrier, yes, 100%. Markets, absolutely. That's like a thousand percent, not the word to use. Clarification. We had something funny happen in in our household this week. I was getting ready and doing my prep, having a delightful day for a colonoscopy. If you watch Saturday morning cartoons growing up, it is time to get your colonoscopy. So there's my PSA for the day. But anyway, all was good. But I was doing my prep and working from home. You tend to do that thing. And maybe even if you don't work from home, you'll get up and you'll go in the kitchen and you'll aimlessly maybe get a snack out of the pantry or out of the refrigerator. And I had taken big sticky notes and written the word no with an exclamation mark and an underline on both the pantry and the refrigerator just to remind myself, don't accidentally grab something. And the cute boy that evening came to me. He said, I'm really interested. I'm really liking this new direction you're taking our fitness journey and this weight loss thing. He said, because it's the holiday season. He said, I get it. Like you, you want to go to the pantry and you just want to grab a snack because you feel like it should because it's Christmas. And he said, at first it worried me, but Two different times today, I went to mindlessly grab a snack and I saw your sign that said no, and it kept me from doing that. And I'm laughing because this is this absolutely has nothing to do with why I put the nose up. It was to keep me from doing something I wasn't supposed to do for medical testing. But it made me think about this idea of this sign. We have markets. This was something that I put up in the house. Yes, I did not communicate why, but he took it in a whole nother direction, which he found positive, which I thought was really funny. But the no signs for me meant something totally different than the no signs for him. This is exactly what we need to be talking about in society today, in our industry today. I will preview that one of the prospective words 
on my word of the year list is clarify. It does not quite have the gusto or maybe dramatic effect as a previous word that was a two-time winner, which was simplify. Clarity, clarification doesn't really feel good, but making it a verb. I had a, a mentor of mine say, think about making it actionable. Clarify is on the short list, top four to five prospects for the 2024 word of the year for me. But it's comical that you just wrote no, just no. That wasn't like, Tanya, no, or don't touch this, or maybe you're killing a couple of birds with one stone here and practicing your no, which is another internal discussion we are having with our leadership team is going through the process of being comfortable saying no. I thought maybe you're just practicing both things. There's so many things to unpack here. I don't really know where to start. But I know you and you're ready to start somewhere. This is very true. We have so much Christmas junk in our household right now that it's absolutely crazy. So I totally get where this is coming from because every day we have two or three boxes of stuff arriving and I'm like, just put it in one big pile. We will send it to people in the mail. We will donate it somewhere, but this is not going in our pantry for us to even have the option to be eating right. And and he feels the same way about that that I do. But yeah, to his idea, I understand where the misconception came from that I was telling him, no, you're not supposed to be eating this stuff. That said, what signs do we put out beyond we have great market to our potential clients? We present ourselves as less than experts when we say things like, let me get you a quote. When we present ourselves in a way that doesn't necessarily say, I want to be your your service provider. I want you to be my client. There's just habitual things like these are just the reality of what we do. We've talked before about plain language movement, and I'll take that to the next level and say communication, clarification within your communication, whether it's marketing to the masses or whether it's one-to-one or small group communication is really, really vital. Countries are at war in history many times because something was misunderstood. We do this unintentionally. There's so many situations where it was unintended. The agent that's saying we have great markets, they have a great intention. They know in their mind what they're trying to communicate. Their bubble of their staff knows what they're trying to communicate. What they're not understanding is that their customer has zero understanding of what it is that they're trying to communicate. There are a lot of things that we do. Talking in acronyms is another big pet peeve of mine. Just personal insurance. That doesn't necessarily gravitate that much. I love car insurance. I love home insurance instead of property insurance. Or property and casualty insurance, because I promise none of your clients know what that means. P and C. I'm going, what does that mean? Look, we have to be able to bridge this gap to the consumer side. We need to encompass our business owners, the organizations, the boards of directors that we work with in nonprofits, churches, school districts. I'm thinking about all types of insureds, all of the different types that we're trying to communicate with. We have to get down to that basic 
terminology. Don't think that it's important that you being an expert means you have to talk at this high level of risk terminology. That does not make you an expert. That makes you a terrible communicator. Another thing to me that puts out the wrong message a lot of times happens on social media. And this can happen in two ways to me is that you hand your business social media over to a teenager or someone in their early 20s because they know all about the social media stuff. They're good at the social media stuff. So what gets posted has nothing to do with what your business stands for or And here's a big one for me. You're using carrier-created stuff. And there is some carrier-created stuff that it's out there that's absolutely fantastic. If you have access to travelers, they do a monumental job of creating excellent social media campaigns to mix in with your personal stuff. But that being said, there is one right now that I am seeing in Texas that's running with agents that say things like, choose an ergonomic snow shovel to reduce bending during the winter. Or here is snowblower safety tips to keep everyone safer this winter. Let it snow. How about no? Here's tips to help you prepare for a snowstorm. And these are running and I'm seeing these popping up on agent social media pages. And I'm thinking what this is telling your clients is, first of all, this is not your stuff because it's 85 degrees outside, but that you don't care enough to be sharing things with them that are relevant. This means that you just, you're ignoring them, you're ignoring your business pages. So be careful what you're putting on your social pages and make sure it's relevant to your customers. So then what you're saying is there is such a thing as bad social content. I'm going to take that as a completely rhetorical question in no way respond to that. There is that element of certainly not paying attention to it or turning it over and just letting it run or plugging in something to integrate some integration so that it just runs. There is no monitoring of that. And so the thought is, you know what, I'm not going to do this consistently. So I'm going to turn it over to somebody. And then that person you turn it over doesn't pay attention or whatever the reason is. The mindset for so many agents is that something's better than nothing. What I hear you saying is that it's actually would be better to have nothing over something that's totally misguided and not for your audience. Yes, 100%. That's a great lesson, especially if you remember the days of pre-internet or dial-up level internet, then you probably need to pay even closer attention to this example because you're in that category like me who is going to be more apt to turn this over to someone. Because you need it. Social media is a great marketing tool, but you aren't thinking about it because I know how I am. I'm not thinking about it every day. You might have people or you might have an outsourced vendor that you're turning things over to. And it's out of sight, out of mind because you might not even be out there looking at your pages regularly. That's an area that agency owners also gets into a trap of is you don't even look at your own stuff. You just know you paid someone and they're doing stuff. And unless you have a Tanya in your world or unless you have, then you may not ever know it. And you've been running 
three months, 90 days worth of snow removal postings in the state of Texas, which we've had a couple of freezes, but we don't need snow removal gear. I'm just saying. You need ice melting gear. We do need ice melting gear and we need to know how to drive. So do you really think a social media post is going to teach people that? Well, I don't know. Give me a video. I just want to share it with the rest of the world. I know how to do it. I know how to drive in the slippery conditions. Is it so wrong that I am now sending these freezing vibes toward Texas so I can get a how to drive in icy conditions video from Shane Tatum? Because I'm really wanting it. It's real easy. Slow your butt down. We think just because we can't see white stuff on the ground that we can just drive the same speed. Guess what? You can't stop. Your vehicle, I don't care, your F-250 is not going to stop any better because it's a four-wheel drive. And so slow down. I'm about to send this portion of the podcast to Travelers, Safeco, Progressive, all of our carriers that, that we offer and say, Shane has got the perfect winter storm promotion for you. This is very good. It's your favorite. It's a 50 second video. I can solve all these driving issues. But seriously, what Shane just did is so perfect for social media. Because he was authentic. It was him being himself, talking about how stupid people were. And that's what makes rates go up. We know this. So his demonstration, without even thinking about it, was the perfect, authentic Texas social media post. And I absolutely love it. But here's the thing is, if I went back and said, hey, Shane, can you recreate it? Then he might try to take some notes and try to make it perfect and try to make it better as opposed to just doing what he just did. That's what we're talking about here is we try to make things fancy, insurancy, whatever, as opposed to just be real. Talk in real plain language. Slow your F-250 down. Polished is the insurance agent's worst nightmare when it comes to video and eliminating authenticity. And I am the queen of polish. I like things to be pretty. I like things to have a really great look to them. So what Shane is saying somewhat goes against everything that I believe in and work toward. But to me, there has to be a real balance between polish and authenticity. And in the insurance world, polish tends to mean big insurance words. And that's what we don't want you to do. There is a time when polish is really crucial. Your logo, uh, brand quality output, posting a fuzzy logo because you didn't do it in a high resolution format. That is a pet peeve of mine. Doing things like Tanya is speaking of, her role in our organization is managing director of brand strategy is her official title. That brand polished need. That's what her primary roles is to make sure that the places that are supposed to be polished are polished. And there's a place for that. But when you get down to the human element and you get down to the plain language and the need to translate and show the humanity side, show the we're real people. This is the difference between us and a call center. This is between the difference between us, independent agents, and a website. Your authenticity will not ever be matched when it comes to the big brands. That's how you can differentiate yourself. I'm going to go back to this idea of 
choosing an ergonomic snow shovel because this one really got me in. And I've seen this on a few agents' pages recently, which really made me laugh. And I know why. It's one of our carrier's stuff is running. But it made me think about the time that it did snow in Monroe, Louisiana, where I'm originally from, and I didn't have a shovel. And I drove a Miata and I went to the hardware store and I got the last remaining shovel that they had. And I drove home with this shovel hanging out of the car window of the Miata. And I was so proud that I had gone to the store and I had a shovel and I was outside and I was trying to shovel off the steps. Because the thing is, when you work in the media, when you work in radio, you have to go to work when everyone else stays home because you have to tell everybody else to stay home, right? This is a big part of your job. And my dad came by to check and make sure I was okay. And he's like, what are you doing? I'm like, I'm trying to keep my steps shoveled off. And he's like, Tanya, that's not a snow shovel. I'm like, dad, it's a shovel. It's the only shovel they had at the Tyner Petra's hardware store. And he's like this, this and, and he thought it was hysterical, right? So he's given me the instructions and he's like, you need to put salt on your steps. You need to do this. You need to do that. I'm like, I don't have salt, dad. I don't have rock salt. I have Tony's. And so I'm outside sprinkling Tony Sasheries on the steps because that was the only salt content that I had at the time, right? But had I had social media when this was going on, this would have been the most fabulous insurance authentic thing. Let's talk about how we're going to really shovel snow in Northeast Louisiana. Let's talk about, do we really keep rock salt at our house? No, but Tony's is going to work because it's primarily salt. I would almost love for this to happen again, because wouldn't you love on our social media to see me with this shovel hanging out the side of the Miata and me trying to shovel snow with it, right? It would have been totally authentic and memorable. Yeah. After seeing you at the LSU football camp, I definitely want to see you shoveling some snow. It's called Golden Cleats. Yes, it's a it's an event that's a fundraiser for our head coaches a foundation that we have each year. And the video Shane is referring to is me working with our new defensive coordinator. And yeah, it was something. I caught some air with a tackling dummy. You did catch some air. When you have that visual and then you have the snow, you create the visual of the seasoning your steps so that you can eat off them, off of them with some Tonys. And I'm just thinking this is definitely authenticity at its finest, right? That's exactly what you should be doing and what would work. Because who cares that everyone in the northern states that have snow for four months of the year are going to laugh at you because that's not your audience anyway. Because if you're in Monroe, Louisiana, and you're an agent in Monroe, Louisiana, and you're putting out social media, then don't worry about what's going on in Detroit or Buffalo. That's where the clarify and that's where the authenticity can make so much of an impact when it comes to your ability to communicate correctly. I have a dad that is weather obsessed and we call him Doppler dad, right? And he sends these text messages to all of my friends and our family across the country, including members of our team when there are weather challenges that could occur. You're kind of weather obsessed too. So one of the things that we could actually do with you, Shane, is that when there's some kind of impending storm in the area, whether it's a hailstorm or gracious snow, an ice storm or hurricanes, Shane always knows more about what's going on with hurricanes than I ever do. This could be a thing where you hop on and we have Shane's storm updates, mm, but it's something yeah. that authentically interests you. That's exactly right. 
As insurance agents, we know that Hyundais and Kias are becoming more and more difficult to insure. Trying to explain mm. that to a customer after they have purchased one of these has become a, a bigger challenge. But what's interesting is on an agent's page I saw recently was the top 10 most stolen vehicles in Texas. And I thought this is a great post because it was very relevant to their area. And Chevrolet full-size pickups were number one, followed by Ford full-size pickups, followed by GMCs and Dodges, and then the Chevy Tahoe, and but had the top 10, but there wasn't a single Hyundai or Kia on this list. The reality of it is that if you just watch up and down the road, well, we don't have a lot of those out here. To your point, it's not top of mind. My Ford pickup, my Chevy pickup, my Dodge Ram, those are top of mind things. Okay, Dodge Rams are number nine. They are way down on the list. That's because it's not easy to steal those because they don't crank very well. But that's a Texas joke. <laughs> we would get that in Louisiana too, trust me. Okay, okay, okay. There's so much value in the local independent agency because of your local area and what people like, need, who they are. And when we start trying to speak to those individuals differently than who we are, that's when we need to back up and check ourselves. And our social media should follow who we are. It shouldn't just be this generic stuff that gets thrown in there as space filler. There's better ways to do that. I'm like this less is more, less is better mindset right now and moving down that path. And I would say, sure, if you can post daily, if you can post often with relevant content, wonderful. But it would be much better to post weekly with relevant content than to post daily with irrelevant content. I love the filler content that our carrier partners can provide for us. I really do. There's a lot of great content out there. But if that's the only thing posting to your social media, then your social media is not going to be successful, right? If you need it to fill in so it looks like you're posting every day, I'm good with that. But I want to see something with your brand on it you at least three to four days a week. Let's just say three. Let's just make it easy. I'd love to see something with your brand on it every single day. But start small and be authentic with it. But it is about your brand when the only thing you have running on social media are posts from Travelers Progressive, Safeco, then there's nothing that you're promoting about yourself. You're promoting Progressive. Does that mean I have to do this three or four times a week? Or is there a way that I can sit down like an hour a week and do something. If you're trying to do this every single day, then you're wasting so much of your time. So yes, of course, there, there are ways to do that. And I highly suggest it. Facebook, Meta, Instagram, you can go into the Meta Business Suite, which sounds very scary. Just get on YouTube it. I figured it out without YouTubing, but YouTube has some great tutorials on using Meta they allow you to schedule out 28 days at a time. And so sit down, just post some stuff, just post it. And you can do a whole entire month. I always love talking about during football season, 
is Saturday mornings for me during college game day, I get so much accomplished because I sit down for those three hours and I'm, I'm watching them talk about college football. It's bowl season. We're going into bowl season right now. You're watching bowl games. They may or may not interest you, but figure out your social media for the next month while you're sitting there watching that bowl game that really doesn't matter, but you're watching a bowl game because you're supposed to. But yes, Meta allows you to do that on Facebook and Instagram 28 days out. There's a product that I really like if you're really invested in this. It's called Sprout Social, and that allows you to schedule out infinitely. It also has extremely relevant articles to our industry and to industries out there that you can go in and you can toss in. But that allows you to post across YouTube, LinkedIn, X slash Twitter, anything that's out there. And it allows you to schedule out relevant content once you're committed to doing that. But don't try to be authentic on five different media platforms. Pick one or pick two until you're good at it and then you can expand. Yeah, I love the pick one or two. And Meta, for the rest of us, is the owner of Facebook and Instagram. Because of that, when you have that Meta suite, you can basically post to Facebook and Instagram instantaneously at the same time. That is correct. And it's free. And it's free. Here's the thing. Think about who you're customers are, prospective customers. More than likely, if you're an insurance agency owner and you're anywhere from a solopreneur to a, say, a four to five person agency, your audience is on Facebook and Instagram, pure and simple. There's going to be some LinkedIn if you're in the commercial space, but most of your audience is going to be Facebook and Instagram. If you're one of those people that says, tell me what to do, then go there, start there, just like Tanya's talking about, and just do that and just start and just play with it and figure it out. It's not going to ruin you. It's just somewhere you got to start. There's a calendar. You click on the day and it will even give you suggested times to post saying that these are the times that are uh, getting the most views. If you do it wrong, you can delete it and it's okay. There's nothing scary about it. I've done things wrong a whole bunch. That delete button is absolutely your friend. You're not going to mess anything up. It's like the podcast edit button. It's your friend. Right. 100%. Not, not that we do that. Sticking with my clarify, prospective word of the year, I just think it's really important that we understand that the people that we want to sell insurance to or that we already have as customers, that we speak their language, that we move into the translation area. Chief translation officer, I had that said to me several years ago now, if you're an agency owner, one of your titles, maybe the most important title is chief translation officer. That is also true of talking to your prospective customers or your existing customers. And you need to be able to translate from insurance speak and clarify into layman's terms or non-insurance speak to your customer base and your prospect base. And it's one of the biggest things we can do as a distribution channel, as an industry for the most part. But because we are the front line, because independent agencies are individual business owners, it's up to us. This is on us to take a hold of and take ownership of and be better at. I'm going to leave us today with this quote from Peter McIntyre. Confidence comes 
Not from always being right, but from not fearing to be wrong. Attitude to choice. Make a great one. Bye, y'all. Ready to get the ball rolling with your independent agency? Learn more at IntegraAgent.com. That's IntegraAgent.com. Thank you for joining us on IA Forward. Make sure you never miss a show by clicking the subscribe button now or learn more at IAForward.com.